Welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast for this midweek update. The day after Solari's much-changed team was beaten in the second leg of the Copa del Rey type with Leganis. Madrid, though, threw comfortably to the quarterfinals. As for the team, well, in addition to that long list of the injured, Modric and Ramos were rested as well. But Isco finally started a game. Uh, for some, he performed averagely. For others, not so. But he was lacking, of course, quite considerably in match fitness. But of most interest to the watching medias was the fact that when he was replaced after 68 minutes, there was no meeting of player or coach on the touchline. Thus, no handshake, no pat on the back either. And this drew plenty of comment. None of it favourable either for Isco or for Solari. It seems a thawing of relations is a long, long way off yet. Vinicius started up front as the lone striker. The general view of that was it didn't quite work. After match Solari's briefest press conference of the season so far, it lasted three minutes and ten seconds. Didn't take too long for the question, why didn't you shake Isco's hand? Answer, there is no problem at all. Did you miss your strikers? Yes, was the reply. Were you in danger at any point in this tie? No. And on Navas, when he was questioned on him, he said he's done very well, he trains well and is a great goalkeeper. Casemiro was posed the most interesting question of the evening when he was asked after the game, are you tired of winning? His answer, well, we played to win, but we weren't great tonight. We must be honest about it. We are working hard here. We are still in the Champions League. We are still in the Cup. We have La Liga as well. We know, as does everybody else, that we must improve. We are working tirelessly to win titles. We will continue working. We will just get on with trying to win games. And at the end of the season, we'll see how things pan out. Well, Sergio Ramos was said to be fuming at the performance of some of the players out there last night, including Isco. This is Madrid, he said. We must always give everything the maximum, whether or not the tie is decided or not. Attitude must always come first. His view on Isco has always been that he should show and work twice as hard to try and improve relations with Solari and ultimately prove Solari wrong. And he feels that he just isn't doing it at the moment. In the end, though, this was a 10th defeat for Real Madrid this season in what was their 32nd game. Those stats haven't been seen since 1998-1999 when Dutch coach Gus Hiddink was the man in charge. And how about this for a somewhat damning statistic? Only Cuesca, with 44 goals against this season, have conceded more than Real Madrid's 37 in all competitions. And just for comparison's sake, that 10th defeat in 32 is one more than the nine losses in 62 last season. But Solari's stats are better than Lopetegui's last night, was only his fourth loss in 18 games since he took over in October. What's to blame? Well, for most, it is an easy question to answer. The lack of a pure out-and-out striker. Last night was the eighth time this season Real Madrid have not scored in 32 games. Again, measured against last season, it was six in 62. 
Now, there's some more bad news on the injury front as Karim Benzema will be operated on this weekend if the fracture to his finger hasn't improved. But such is the need of Madrid for him to play against Sevilla. The operation is scheduled for the day after the weekend's big game. Now, with all the talk about James Rodriguez and his potential move to Arsenal, Liverpool or maybe Napoli, Bayern Munich finally broke their silence on where they stand. Remember, they have the option to buy on the table for £42 million. Director of Sports Sally Amidic said, Well, we will watch his progress over the remainder of the season and then we will make a decision. Simple and straight to the point, but the likelihood of Bayern exercising the right to buy at £42 million for a player that doesn't want to be there looks slim indeed. Now, with all the defensive frailties shown this season, the signing of Porto's Militao is a top priority, with Real Madrid contemplating paying the 50 million buyout clause now, with more money to come in the summer, and letting him remain at Porto until the end of the season. That way, ensuring that they get him first and killing off the interest of Manchester United, Chelsea and Liverpool. Militao, the player, has had an outstanding first season so far in Europe. 24 games played, two assists and two goals. He's been voted the best defender in the league in September, October, November and December. And his versatility is another reason that he is such a highly prized asset. Remember, he can also play at right back. Now, a flurry of rumours about next season have installed Max Allegri as the favourites to succeed Solari in the summer, with Zidane replacing him at Juventus. Allegri is said to have met already with Perez to discuss the players that he wants. The acquisition of Alexandra, Pjanic, Hazard, Neymar and Kane make his list which uh, rather does look like a Santa list, doesn't it, written by a child living in fantasy land. The chances of all of those signing are precisely nil. Now, earlier this week, it looked like the move to sign the Polish international, Krzysztof Piatek, was gathering momentum, but it looks now like this will not come to fruition. Milan, now the favourites to sign him after Higuain's departure for Chelsea. Roberto Firmino is again being linked with an 80 million summer move to Real Madrid. The forward in his fourth season at Liverpool, who recently scored a hat-trick in the 5-1 victory over Arsenal, is said to be open to the idea of a new challenge. And at just 27 years of age, he's approaching his prime, and it's not been forgotten either that Neymar is a big admirer. Mauro Icardi's agent and wife Wanda has again been stoking the rumours of a move away from Inter. As she appeared in a post on Instagram, stood in front of a private jet with the post, whilst you wait for what never comes, there appears what you least expected. Make of that what you will, but most see it as a hint that a move to Madrid is imminent. One move that is less so is that of Eden Hazard. He has allegedly so far rejected two offers from Chelsea, but there has been nothing forthcoming from Madrid at all. No contact with player or club. And this is leading the player to wonder if, in fact, there is any serious interest in signing him at all. His frustration is said to have grown considerably in the light of the interest and contacts made with Tottenham and Christian Eriksen.
uh, in the week where it was suggested that Rodrigo, remember, signed for $45 million from Santos last year, uh, then loaned back until July of this year. News appears that Santos have asked Madrid if they can keep him until the end of 2019. Unsurprisingly, Sampaoli, the new Santos coach, said he believed that the player should stay for another two seasons to complete his education. Less surprising was Madrid's response. Now, an update on the Mariano situation. He, remember, is suffering from a back injury, which has led to a problem with his sciatic nerve. And if any of you have ever had an issue with that, you will know just how painful that is. Now, he upped his training schedule during the course of the last week, but the injury did not respond well, so he has again reduced his training. He's appeared, remember, only 10 times this season, scoring a goal on his debut against Roma in Champions League last August. And he's managed just one start, that against Levante in October. As for a return date, nothing has been penciled in. The Ukrainian international goalkeeper Lunin will be staying at Leganes for the remainder of the season. Hueska had asked to take him until the end of the campaign, but due to regulations he cannot play for a third club in Spain during the course of a season. He could, though, be deployed overseas, but there have been no approaches. Now, Christian Eriksen remains very high up on the agenda of the most wanted for next season, with one and a half seasons left on his current deal. Perev knows that the 250 million quotes received last week is simply unrealistic for a player in this situation. Negotiations will begin in earnest this summer with a view to a deal around 90 to 100 million euro. And ask for a comment, his agent, Martin Schutz, said, I prefer not to comment on this issue. Christian would just like to concentrate on his football. We will see what happens in the future. However, there is also the potential to make Gareth Bale part of the deal with Madrid, willing to offer him with Spurs giving Christian Eriksen plus 30 million in return for their former player, who they value at 120 million. Now, we mentioned Mariano and his injury woes just a couple of minutes ago. Now, it seems regardless of this, he will be moved on in the summer, with Madrid looking to recoup the 25 million they paid for him. At present, Valencia have emerged as the most interested club, with the Chelsea loanee Michi Bachwai being returned after a less than convincing season in Spain. Uh, Isco's future next season still a long way from being resolved, as even if there is a new coach, which everybody expects there to be, he's uh, unless guaranteed a place by any new coach saying that he will leave. Guardiola has always been a keen fan, and behind-the-scenes negotiations have begun with Mikel Arteta, having already been in touch and spoken to him to gauge his interest in coming to Manchester. Now, Madrid still see him as a prime bargaining tool for either Hazard or Kevin De Bruyne. Whatever the deal, he won't be going anywhere on the cheap. He's 27 in April, so time moving on for him as well. His contract, remember, runs until 2022. Good news this week for the forgotten man for many, Martin Odegaard, the 20-year-old Norwegian international signed by Madrid back in 2014, but who's been in the Netherlands 
for the past two and a half seasons with Herem Vein and Vitesse, where he has been told by Perez that he will be back with Madrid for next season. He has a contract, remember, running only until 2021 and is now viewed as the right time to start getting him involved with the first team squad. Well, that's it for now. Remember, Sevilla are upcoming this weekend. We'll be back with the podcast next Monday morning. In the meantime, if you want to catch up on all the season's news so far, head to realmadridpodcast.com, where you'll find previous episodes and links to all the season's content. We're also on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes as well. There's video content on the website too to look at. Uh, That's it for now, though, from me, Tim Capel. Till next Monday. Have a great weekend.